Welcome to episode 34 of the Lovecraft Tapes, an actual play Call of Cthulhu 7th edition RPG podcast. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore. Your investigators of the unknown are... Gabe as Roy Arroyo. It's a shame that this is what's happening. Us drunk dads got to stick together. Matt as Dan Williams. Uh, drunk dads, dead bodies, starting to feel like home. And Brian as Jack Whiteside. I wonder what drove her to do it. Maybe her dad? The drunk one? It was the church, you idiot. Oh, I don't think the church has a car. It's a truck. No, but they usually have those creepy vans that they drive everyone around in. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Good, very good. I'm all right. What are we eating and drinking tonight? I am eating oxygen and drinking water. Gross. I'm drinking some Dr. Pepper. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm drinking Matt. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pepper, you're a pepper... Wouldn't you guys like to be a pepper, too? I didn't get into pepper college. They call me Mr. Pibb. Well, I've, I've had a cup of coffee and cherry juice and water. Dude didn't have to go to college for this kind of stuff, man. Shit. I drink this stuff from a Mr. Pepper. A pepper mister. Ow, it got my eyes. Ah. Before we begin tonight, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Are you an entrepreneur looking for a special sizzle reel to promote your unique business? Or a homeowner who wants to rise above the rest of the real estate offerings in your area? Or perhaps you'd just like to get a bird's eye view during the next fireworks display? We've got you covered. Here at Mego Drones, we've gone beyond the limited technology of remote control hovercraft with built-in cameras and offer a once-in-a-lifetime out-of-body experience. We start by extracting your brain and putting it in one of our space cylinders. Patent pending. Then your assigned Mego flies you to a far-flung planet of your choosing, where your brain will be connected to a series of prismatic spheres, which can zoom instantaneously to your desired location and take as much video footage as you like. Please note, at this time our prismatic spheres are capable of 500 gigabytes video storage maximum. Once you're done, We'll upload the footage to your account and then send your brain back into your body so you can pay the outstanding balance of your account. Be advised, we are not responsible for your body while your brain is traversing time and space, so it is recommended to have a loved one monitor the carcass or at least a pet sitter. Migo Drones, from the moons of Yugoth to your neighborhood, in the blink of an enormous red-rimmed eyeball. And we're back. That was short. I thought it'd be longer. Ah, that was long. I thought it'd be a lot shorter. We thought it'd be real. Well, yeah, <laughs> we, we basically had to sell a 10-minute block just to pay for this podcast, so I hope you guys don't mind. Yeah, block of what? Seagulls. Yeah, but did we have to sell the 10-minute block to the white noise generator company? Because now everyone who is listening is sleeping. Sorry about all the accidents, folks. Before we start, we are going to take a look at some letters from beyond. Yay! These are uh, messages or posts on social media that folks have sent us, and I just selected a few since we last recorded. So on Facebook, John Holloway, I should say Holloway, there's no A there, exclaims, you guys are fantastic, love the podcast. Aw, thanks, John. Thank you very much. We love you too, John. Don't ever change, buddy. And don't ever become one of those Holloways, because those guys are the worst. Continue to be a Holloway. Up next for Mr. Holloway is... (laughs) Oh. <laughs> oh, on Reddit, the great Crobatsby 
told us that he's only halfway through the podcast and really enjoying it. It was great to listen to recently when I had to drive a couple hours twice in three days. Really helped me to stay awake. I've never played any tabletop games, but this really makes me consider doing it. Keep up the good work, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, we're here to be uh, as good as coffee keeping you awake. Mm-hmm. Watch we out! want you to fall asleep. Oh, dude, gonna watch the road. We're just going to start randomly adding in loud police sirens in the middle of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Shut off the podcast. I mean, turn on the podcast. <laughs> Randomly interspersed police sirens and car horns and explosions. You should be driving a Kia at Summit Place Kia. (laughs) Hashtag sponsor us, Summit Place Kia. Hashtag not sponsored. On Twitter, we have a few new followers since last time. Just want to say welcome to at JD Barker, at Diginix, at Lady underscore Ravenwood 2, at JT Stevenson, at the major dudes and at Gino Vagliavello. And at I am not a bot. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell you, but those are all of my alt accounts that I made just to help out. You know? I'm pretty sure Gino is uh, related to Gabe, so that probably one doesn't count. Probably found him on AsianDate.com. Isn't that right, Gabe? <laughs> oh, yeah. The only way to contact me. Really weird to find a family member on there. <laughs> oh. uh, or would it? Missed connections. <laughs> And now we continue Chapter 5, Hell House. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. After speaking with Officer Aaron Martinez, Roy decides to get a little shut-eye. Just a light nap before sneaking over to the Leland Free Evangelical Church for a look-see under the cover of darkness. Unfortunately, his nap becomes a haunted dreamscape that carries him through until morning. Wah, wah, wah. Meanwhile, Jack and Dan... Little ditty. Jack and Dan... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Meanwhile, Jack and Dan get acquainted over Grub at the local diner and pick up some juicy gossip concerning Kelly Landrum's suicide. Mm-mm, juicy. <laughs> Once they return to the screen door inn, nightmares plague their slumber, too. Ha, nerds. The next day, Officer Martinez escorts them to the local morgue where they meet town doctor Daniel Cronoborg, an odd but polite gentleman from Canada. Eh? Or I'd like to say Canadia. Resistance is futile, eh? I'm sorry about this, but you're going to have to join us. He allows them to inspect the body, upon which they discover two interesting facts. That Kelly's wounds show signs of hesitation, and her bloody pentagram is actually tracing old scar tissue that indicates she was once a cutter. Just then, Mitch Landrum bursts into the morgue with a baseball bat and drunkenly yells, Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat! Now I'm definitely going to shoot him. You're not going to shoot him. Just then, Mitch Landrum bursts into the morgue with a baseball bat and drunkenly yells, She's dead! Get away from my die, you bastards! And now we continue episode 34. It is Saturday, October 21st. Dan. It is very clear that Mitch Landrum has been drinking heavily for some time. His eyes are glazed and sunken into bruised sockets. He's having trouble focusing on any one of your group. His sweaty, furrowed brow indicates confusion. You're certain he probably doesn't even know how he got here. Please tell us your plan of action. So, gonna first turn around and say, hold on guys, not my first time dealing with a really drunk guy. I I got this. I'm going to uh, walk slowly up around him get behind him, and then I'm going to kick his knees out to cause him to fall forward. And as he's falling forward, I'm just going to yank the bat up out of his hand. That is the plan of action in your head. Jack, it is very clear that Mitch Landrum is in poor shape. He wobbles unsteadily on his feet, struggling to keep his balance as the weight of his actions now seem to bring him uncertainty. The baseball bat in his hands weaves back and forth slightly. Maybe he was athletic once, but those days are behind him. 
Please tell us your plan of action. I'm going to start talking to him. And as I do, I'm going to step to my right and circle towards the right side of the room, keeping his vision on me and talking to him. While hopefully somebody can disarm him, I'm going to try to distract. Roy, it's very clear that Mitch Landrum is grieving his daughter's death. From the stench of booze on his breath, even at this distance, you know he prefers tall pours of Yukon Jack, probably at home in the company of no one. Judging by the spatter pattern of ketchup on his stained t-shirt, he takes most of his meals from gas station hot dog carousels. The faded patch of skin where a wedding ring once encircled his finger indicates he's a couple years divorced. Please tell us your plan of action. So can I shoot him? You tell me what you're planning in your head. My plan is I'll yell at him a bit about how he's a trash dad and I'm a much better dad because my parent, my kids didn't die. And then I'll shoot him. So let's go ahead and take a look at your character sheets. Why don't you yell out your decks, please? 60! 60! 50! So I'm going to take a look at Mitch's dex. Did you want us all to yell it out at once? I think you did perfectly fine there. He has a dex of 45. Ha. Huh. So he's obviously going to go after you guys. So go ahead and describe what happens when both Jack and Dan perform at the same time. Hello, my baby. I'm trying to think if there's if there is some uh, other ability or attribute that might help give one of you guys the edge. How is your stealth, for instance? Sixty. Jack Whiteside is gonna go first. So I'm gonna go. Nothing up my sleeves, huh? 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 Do you have a quarter or a watch, sir, that I could see? Is this your card? Huh? Oh. <laughs> no. All right. So I'm going to start walking away from the group. Put my hands up so he's getting distracted. I need your attention over here. We need to talk about who did this to your daughter. I need your help with this. Can you hear me? Are you listening to me? I need your help with this as I'm moving across the room. Why don't you go ahead and give me... $20. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll. I needed a 60. I rolled a 49. So as you move to the right, he does follow you with his eyes drunkenly. And you can see he sort of takes a a slight quarter turn towards you. Uh, He is obviously tracking you as you go. And the bat in his hand dips down maybe a couple inches. It looks like he might be having a a rough time keeping it aloft. Got you. That probably provides the uh, perfect opportunity for Dan to do his thing. That's what I was hoping. Dan? So I'm going to see that Jack kind of pulled him off, and I see that he spun slightly away from me, so I'm going to slink around to the opposite side to get behind him. I'll say you probably won't have the opportunity to get completely behind him. Okay. But you can get basically on his blind side. Okay, then that's what I'm going to go for. I'm going to get as close as I can to him, and I'm going to try and uh, go for, for one of his knees to knock him forward. So that'd be essentially an unarmed brawl, right? Yep. So fighting brawl looks like you got 70 in that. I'm going to go ahead and give you advantage on this. I needed a 70, and I rolled a 49. That is a success. You kick him in the knees. He rocks back on his heels as you grasp the uh, bat out of his hands. His eyes roll up in his head. You can tell that he probably was not long for consciousness anyways. Mm. He mumbles under his breath, Fucking dark bastards. And then he falls to the floor, completely passed out. Did you guys catch what he just said? Uh, He said dark. Sounded like he said dark something bastards. 
He kind of mumbled or slurred. Daughter killing, idiot. He said daughter killing, idiot? Or are you the idiot? Why don't we try to remain professional? I'll disguise myself as his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Things I do not need to see include one Roy in a dress. End list. After uh, Mitch crumples to the floor and Dan's standing there with with the baseball bat, uh, Martinez rushes up and he's like, oh my... Oh, I'm sorry. You guys, I'm so sorry for this. He, he's He's been drunk for quite some time. Uh, no problem. It's, uh, as you can clearly see, not our first time dealing with someone who's had a little bit too much of the bottle. Way to do nothing, Marty. You, you guys are just so quick, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when you got it, you got it. I'd best get him home before he hurts anybody else. He'll be sleeping off the rest of the day, I'm sure. Just let him know when he does wake up. We're going to find out exactly what happened here. I'll, I'll load him up. Uh, do you guys need a lift back to... Or do you, you want to hang out here with the with Daniel? Talk things over about the body, or uh, when, when did you say that car was going to be dropped off for us? Uh, it should be around noon. Back of the screen door in. All right. Well, guys, I mean, according to the map that Martinez gave us, it wouldn't be that hard of a walk to just finish up with the body here and then walk over to that house. I don't think they'll let us take the body with us. If we ask nicely, Roy, I want you to get on the table in her place and we're going to walk out with the body. Got it? Okay, I got it. Now he's cooperating. I needed a 40 and I rolled a 30 for disguise, so I'm good. He'll never know that it's not her. (laughs) When did she grow a beard? So uh, Martinez uh, essentially enlists the help of Jack to uh, load Mitch into his car and then uh, Martinez heads off towards uh, presumably Mitch's house to take him back. And you guys are there at the morgue. And uh, Daniel uh, Kronoborg is watching all the proceedings with great interest, it seems like, but a very calm demeanor through the whole thing. Well, that was certainly interesting. What was that all about? I don't know what you just said. He did just lose his daughter. I'd be distraught as well. Yes, I, I suppose I could understand that on some level. Drinking like that usually also means there's something else behind it, so I'd put money on the fact that he probably lost his wife, too. Either divorce if i had to take a guess or maybe she just up and left yes i I believe i heard something down at the diner that uh she had left him uh uh, years ago i think that was about the time that uh, this poor young lady had uh vacated the premises and gone off and got up to bad business Mm -mm -mm. see it way too often that mitch landrum he he always seemed to be a bit of a, a firecracker going off on pretty much anybody anytime i really don't understand the attraction to alcohol myself but i do like uh bologna and cheese though that that tends to really uh flip my lid if you know what i mean mm, no no i get it man a good bologna and cheese sandwich just hits the spot let it sit out in the sun a while and ferment mm. alcohol is the greatest invention ever well she's starting to get a little bit uh, soft here so uh is there anything else you'd like to do with uh, kelly or should we uh put her back in the in the uh fridge Roy, now is your chance to swap out with the body. All right, so we need to do uh, one thing. Look over there. (laughs) (laughs) He just looks at you like, uh, what? There's a dead guy over there standing up. I'm pretty sure that does not answer my question, sir. We're done here. You can can put her back in the freezer, Doc. Very well. Well, is there anything else or... I do have a bologna and cheese sandwich to get back to. Do you have any maple syrup? No, uh, we, we don't really uh, have anything like that in Texas. What is that exactly? I don't believe you. You're not a real Canadian. There's something I can't remember. It's because he's dumb. Did we talk to you about the haunted house? I don't think he did, actually. Hmm. I don't. I don't think he did. 
So, what do you know about this haunted house? Oh, I don't know much about it. Um, I know that uh, it, w- it used to be a, an old house. Now it's a new house? Been vacant for many, many years. Is it haunted? I'm sure it isn't. Uh, I don't believe in that sort of thing. But it, uh, that they are attempting to make it a quote-unquote haunted house uh, in time for Halloween, but it's of the religious variety. Have you gone there yet? No, I really have no interest I keep to my work in my bologna and cheese. Bologna and cheese? Is it because you're Canadian? No, it's not because I'm Canadian. I just happen to like bologna and cheese. But if I really want to mix it up occasionally, I'll have cheese and bologna. Variety is the spice of life. Depends on what's on top. I like this guy. Some good white bread. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm gluten intolerant, so. You obviously offended this man, Jack. Did I uh, talk to you about Pastor Ted? What would you like to know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember shit. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever's in the wiki, right? So what's your opinion on this girl? She's dead. She's extremely dead. Give me what you think happened. I I believe that she uh, slit her throat. How do you explain the hesitation? I'm sorry, hesitation? Mm Mm-hmm. Look right here. I assume that was just a rusty knife. That's that's your professional opinion? I'm just a small-town doctor. A rusty knife? I'm no forensic uh, person from FBI. Wait, now you're saying you're a doctor? I thought you were a mortician, and I thought you were a Canadian. Uh, I'm the town doctor, and I, I, I store the dead bodies and I here at the morgue after inspection to determine the cause of death. And why are we talking to you? Get the mortician. He knows what we need to we, know. Uh, he's not to be enlisted until tomorrow, pre-burial. Thank you for your time. I'm, I'm going to call the other two over. I basically just pluck out her eyeballs and put cotton underneath there. Oh, yummy. the eyelids. I'm going to call the two over and say, come here a minute, guys. I'm talking to the kid, man. Hold on. So that's what I was waiting for. That's why I didn't start to talk, because I knew this jackass Roy would not come over when I asked to come over and talk. I'm going to go over to the other side of the room now. <laughs> Danny. What? It looks like we're splitting up here on this investigation. Do you want to you wanna head over to the haunted house with me? It's not that far. We could walk there. Oh, hell yeah. I've been itching to get a look at that place ever since I heard about it. Uh, ne- never mind. I'm going to go talk to Roy. <laughs> I want to hear about your itching problems. <laughs> All right. Well, you go. You go. Let Roy know. He he does not like me. I don't like him either. That's that's Roy is just being Roy. You kind of have to work around him or just kind of get used that's, to him. That's what I'm trying to do. Let's go. Let's investigate. Let's figure out what happened to this poor girl and get this taken care of. She died. While we're walking, I'm going to uh, bundle up these tattoo photos I got and send them send them off to my uh, my tattoo artist friend up in Arkham. Yeah, you see better if he not can't. be your Instagram again. How else am I supposed to get followers? People want dead bodies. I'm going to uh, send these up to Slim Jimmy. And hopefully he can give me some information on these things. But other than that, I'm I'm ready to head up to that house if you are. Let's do it. I'm going to head outside and wait outside for him. Uh, Roy, me and Jack are going to split off here and go check out that house. I know you wanted to go chat with the uh, preacher, so feel free. Or if you want to, you can join us on our way to the haunted house. Either way, we need to get something done here. Well. And then I'm going to turn and walk out. It depends, Danny. If I go with you to the haunted house, am I going to get a word in edgewise when we talk to the preacher? Because you guys are always talking over me. You know what? We'll make sure to give you your time, Roy, okay? I don't know about that. Hey, Danny, come on! All right, all right. He's on my hey, last Jack, nerves. Hey, Jack, he thinks that we keep talking over him all the time. What's that about? Yeah, yes, what, what is that about? Oh, have you guys seen uh, Cuso? Cusco? What? The Emperor? It's, no. a, it's a very good movie. It's, it's a quite entertaining. 
I also like Night of the Living Dead. That's a very good. This isn't recommendo time, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with you guys to the haunted house. Okay, well, let's go. Uh, thanks for the visit, Doc. We'll. Uh... Yeah, no problem. I hope you you have a good day. Uh, and uh, if you have any more questions, feel free to stop on by. I'll be here uh, sewing up some sutures and things like that. You know, doc doctor stuff and. Uh, you know, whatever doctors do. But I'm going to be heading out of town tonight. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm traveling over to uh, Dallas, and uh, they're having a, uh, a movie marathon. It's going to be uh, Creepers, uh, Dario Argento's very famous movie. And then uh, it's going to be a 4K restoration of The Reanimator, which I'm really looking forward to. And then Humanoids from the Deep. I hope they don't turn it up too loud this time, because really, the squeals really like made me deaf. But uh, And then Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I think, would be fun, too. While he's talking, I run and I steal his bologna and cheese. All right, give me a stealth roll. Okay. I needed a 20. I got an 83. As you uh, uh, race towards uh, the back office, uh, you slip in a, in a puddle of uh, what was probably Mitch Landrum's sweat, and you land face down uh, with your, your suit. It's all kind of stains and stuff that uh, look like it might be spattered ketchup from a hot dog carousel, but uh, you're not quite sure. Uh, it might be blood, too. All right. <laughs> Come on, Roy. We have a house to investigate, and I'm gonna—I'm just gonna turn around and walk out without waiting for him. But you missed it, guys. He's running, slips, falls, and he just goes, "All right," <laughs> as he's laying on the ground, <laughs> face first. All, All right. right, it's fair. <laughs> I've had worse. That was awesome. So uh, Dan heads out. Are you guys following? Uh, yeah. I'm already outside. He Jack has been outside for a couple minutes now. I said I'm gonna wait for him outside so Danny would go talk to him. The three of you are outside now. I'm put my watch back in my pocket. All right, you boys ready? I'm good to go. You are. I don't know. I can't read your watch. Let's go. As we're walking, I'm going to uh, take the photos of, of the girls' tattoos I took, stick them in an email, and send them off to Slim Jimmy. Again? Well, I was going to in the office, and then Roy ran towards the guy's bologna and cheese, slipped in a puddle of sweat, and fell face first onto the floor. It was hilarious. Are you kidding me? Roy? I would have loved to see uh, that. It was great. Dan, I got an idea for you. Why don't you send those tattoo pics to Sam to make her a bit jealous? Huh? Yes, because that's what she wants to see is the pictures of tattoos from a dead body. You don't, You can crop it so she doesn't know she's dead. I could send them to her, but I doubt she'd actually look at them. I could send them to her. You, you, I'm the only one who has the pictures, Roy. You'd Forward them to me so I can send them to her. I'm not going to do that, Roy. Sorry. I'm at the haunted house. <laughs> wow, he moves fast. Guys, you gotta go now. That's, that's a couple of blocks. Wow. You head towards the uh, house, and this is the Angerstein house. Oh no, you're not you're not mad enough to say that in German. It's Angerstein! Angerstein! You have to shout it and sound angry because all Germans are constantly loud and angry. It's a well-known scientifically proven fact. That's not fair. It is science. As you make your way up to the grounds upon which the house stand, it does sit on four acres of private grounds. It's surrounded by some woods and trees. Most of that's been trimmed and very well manicured for the most part. Some of the lawn has been spray painted with parking guides. So clearly they're preparing for the uh, crowds of the haunted house uh, next week. And uh, you see there are a couple cars parked there already. Immediately surrounding the house, you see there are tents, uh, some trailers. There's a couple generators, uh, some trestle tables where you can see there are donut boxes, that sort of thing, and some coffee urns. I'll reach into the donut boxes. <laughs> And you hear some hammering and sawing and general commotion, a little bit of murmurs, 
uh, coming from inside the house. Well, it looks like there's some people here, which means we should be able to ask some questions. You guys ready to get out of here? I'm not going in there, dude. That house is too spoopy. It is spoopy. And you can stay out here with the donut boxes, Roy. It's even scarier out here. Swinks. Well, you do it for a Scooby snack, Roy. Yes. Do you have any on you? Not on him, but... Let me roll for Scooby snacks. Well, let's just be right up front. Let's go to the front door. One of you guys might want to take the lead, saying that it's coming from the FBI. It might get us a little farther. Are we farther. walking a dog? No, I'm walking the dog. Check it out. I have my yo-yo. I'll take the lead. This newbie has not been around enough. Yeah, why don't, why don't you get up in there, Roy? Take care of it, Roy. Go, Roy. You got this, Roy. All right, so I'll march up to the door, only crying a little bit out of fear, and I'll start knocking on it as hard as possible. Jesus Christ. Uh, as soon as your fist hits the door, it creaks open of its own accord and swings all the way open to show a house inside. And there's someone right, right in the entrance way there uh who looks up and she's like yeah can i can i help you um uh, oh um <laughs> and you can see she has a hammer in her hand and she was clearly building something on a couple saw horses first you can tell us um is there monsters in here uh well not yet but if next week there will be um have you pre-ordered your tickets it should be a good time yeah we did that okay yeah it's fine so we're um investigating oh okay i'm from the Psst, jack jack What's up? I didn't read the handbook. Are we allowed to tell people we're from the FBI? Or is that the CIA? Just show them your badge. Alright, I'll show them my badge and say, yeah, we're a pretty big deal. Oh, okay. Uh, FBI. Uh, well, l- let me uh, get Lauren. I think she, she 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 could help you out. Lauren Goyer? Just wait here. And she, she heads off deeper into the house and sort of turns a corner and goes up some stairs. Roy, she's running. Get her. <laughs> Shoot her, Roy. Shoot her. I will get this home bitch fired if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> And as you wait uh, in the entryway, uh, there are, you know, people, you can see other people moving inside, sort of going to and fro from one project to another. There's a uh, young lady who comes out through a different door and goes to one of the tents and is munching on donuts, sort of looking up at you curiously and shrugs her shoulders and then heads back inside. And then an, a, an older uh, black lady comes down and she, she comes over to you guys and she's like, holds out her hand. She's like, I'm Lauren Crawley. How can I help you all? Um, I'm from the FBI, and this guy is new to the FBI, and Dan's just some loser. So, we're here on an investigation. Okay, I see. Uh, well, what kind of investigation? That dead girl whose name is Dead Girl. Oh, oh. We're looking into the death of, of Kelly Landrum. Yes, that one. That's a sad, sad story there, I tell you what. So, do you have any information on that? Yeah, I was I was uh, here that day that uh, it happened, but uh, by the time we could all get to her, she was already gone. Had she been acting weird prior, or had any large life decisions changed? Well, I mean, she you know she had her her issues back in the day, of course, but you know she just uh, she was a girl who had a, a history. She was uh, not doing so good, and you know. Now that you mention it, she was a little, just a little on edge as we, uh, you know, got closer to uh, fixing up this house. Uh, did she ever express any concerns with having people fix the house up? Did she try and stop people? Did she say why she was anxious? Every volunteer who's been through here has complained about something or another. We hear things. We see things. It's just kind of a strange old house, you know? I mean, she did sort of uh, take off for a little bit, but then she came back a couple days later and, and uh, helped us all out. 
she say where she was going? Uh, just home. Now, where is this home? Well, I think she was living with her father at the time. We gotta go pay that guy a visit then. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a, you know, tippler, if you know what I'm saying. We, we met him earlier at the morgue. Oh, I'm he was sorry. A cool guy. I'm sorry to hear that. Did Kelly have any signs that make it look like she was falling back off the wagon, maybe moving back into some of her older, not so nicer habits? I know, not that I heard of. I mean, she seemed okay. I know she she was trying to get right with God, you know, uh, stop all that sinning and leave all that behind her. In what capacity was she involved with this house? Was she working on parts of it? Yeah. Where where exactly? What, what rooms do you know if she was working on? Yeah, she was working on a very specific room, which I will now attempt to find <laughs> among my notes. Take your time. Was it perhaps the satanic sacrifice room? <laughs> yeah, she, she was actually working in the uh, school shooting room at the time. All the other kids with their pumped up kids. You have a room that's... School shooting? Well, yes, of course. I mean, that's, you know, that's what this house is, is to show the the terrors and the horrors of sinning and how you will descend to hell if you keep on this path. Did she ever finish working on that room? Uh, No, unfortunately, uh, we had to assign someone else. Can we maybe... Talk to the successor, or... Oh, I, I'm not sure uh, we could take a peek up there if you yeah. want to. If you don't mind showing us where that room is, that'd be I'd great. I'd like to look around that as well. Absolutely. Excuse me, do you, do you have a restroom I could use? Uh, we actually have a porta potty outside okay. if you want. Hey, boys, I'll, I'll meet you up there. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. Lazy. Use the bathroom as his code word for he's going to shoot up on heroin. I just need a little bit just to get me through the afternoon. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us heroin. Oh, wait, don't win. Don't, don't do that. The school shooting room's just right here to the left. So uh, she leads you into a room, a parlor that's just up the hallway. Is Echo and the bunny man playing in the in that room at all times? Absolutely. They better be. She escorts you into this room. This is a room filled with school desks. A blackboard hangs on one wall covered with badly formed equations and chalk. The floor has been covered with lumpy linoleum. And there's a, uh, a young gentleman here. He looks like he's uh, of Asian descent. And he's, he's actually picking up some uh, drop cloth that was on the ground uh, against one wall. Lauren says, so here's the room. Uh, this is where she was found. Uh, we, we found her up against that wall after she started screaming. It was just a very nasty business, but I feel, I feel really bad for the, the girl's uh, father. And, you know, Unfortunately, she killed herself, so she will be going to hell, of course. We saw what she uh, wrote on the wall. Uh, where where is that? Is it still up, or did you paint over it, or oh, really? Something on the wall, you say? Yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had pictures from the the crime scene. Oh, uh, I don't I don't know anything about that. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to pull out my phone and pull up the tattoo pictures and send them to Slimmy Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna pull up my phone and uh, show her the picture. Uh, we were told that this was scribbled on the wall when they found her. Oh my! You said and you said that was on the written here somewhere. Yeah, that's that's what we were told from the the official reports. Well, I mean, we didn't find anything on the chalkboard. That doesn't look like the chalk. Are you sure this was this room? If this is where she died. Indeed, yes. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to the guy. So it's a it's a very young gentleman uh, obviously he's dressed in uh, sort of a black he, he's almost like in goth costume as you get closer uh he he sort of like shrinks back slightly and sort of look, glances at you out of the corner of his eye okay well, what do you want notice anything weird going on in this room uh well two weirdos just came in how's that 
I mean, Dan's a freak, but that lady seems nice. Can we arrest him for that? He looks at you, and why don't you go ahead and give me a... Shoot him roll? Okay. How about a psychology roll? Oh, dang it. I need a 10. I got, I got a 77. You slip and fall in a puddle and land a so he, he he looks at you. He looks pretty afraid of you. I could see the fear in your face. So we can make this easy, or we can not do that. No, Roy, you cannot shoot him. Shut up. He looks towards Lauren, and Lauren's like, uh, "You gentlemen are gonna have to. Uh, if you're gonna take this tactic, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." Look, he's the guy that was. He's the one that was freaking out on me. He called you a weirdo. Did you know that? All I'm saying is, you leave poor Kevin alone. He's just trying to help out here. And no, we don't- he isn't. We try to do things uh, a little more polite here in Texas. Yeah, well, maybe if he was polite and gave me what I asked in the beginning, we wouldn't be at this angry phase, huh? Maybe if he had some decency and respect for authority that the kids lack these days, he would have just given us the answers and we could have been moved on and not be frightening the boy. I'm going to step up and uh, just kind of back Roy away from the kid for a second. I'm sorry about that. My heart's actually racing after that. (laughs) That's, that's, ignore him. He's cranky as usual. He, uh, he didn't get his, his morning special at Denny's today. Look, um, we're investigating the death of, um, Kelly. Did you know her? She, uh, apparently worked on this room. Oh, yeah, we all knew Kelly. Um, we heard that she was working in this room when she died. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. You didn't know her very well, did you? Mm, Not really. I mean... She seemed okay. And you haven't uh, noticed anything weird going on around the house or... I... I... I, No, I mean, no. Okay. Well, uh, thanks, Kevin. Uh, yeah. All right, whatever. Come on, Roy. We're gonna go look at some other rooms of the house. He's a prick. He knows what happened. Come on, Roy. So you exit the room and Lauren appears to be maybe losing her patience slightly. And she's like, well, we're not quite ready for a tour here, if that's what you're looking for. Do you have any other specific questions you want to ask me? Is there anyone here that knew Kelly really well? Like, does she have any friends around here? Anyone that she was close to? Why don't you go ahead and give me a persuade roll? Oh, that's not going to go well, because I have a 10. (laughs) I also have a 10. Oh! I'm going to spend one point of luck and push that down to a 10, because I rolled a freaking 11. Okay. Go ahead and spend your luck. I'm down to 64 luck now. Totally worth it. I suppose um, she did have uh, uh, one friend, uh, Dawn. Dawn Ellis. She hung around there uh, with that one quite a lot. So uh, I think you can find her probably... Uh, I think she's working out in one of the tents. Why don't you uh, head on out there and, and uh, give her a talking to? And, and uh, we'll, we'll see about maybe letting you... Uh, Two of the rest of the place, but maybe not today. Okay, no, that that'd be great. I've I've got a lot of work to do, and okay, we will uh, show ourselves out to those tents. We all have a good day now. Thank you. I'll pull Dan aside. Yes, Dan, Roy. can I see those pictures on of the thing on the wall? The writing? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm gonna pull up my phone, pull up the uh, picture, and show it to him. I'll look to see if there's any distinctive things like around the picture that might be able to give away what room it's supposed to be in. Uh, well, why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden? I needed a 70 and I got a four. That's extreme. So as soon as you look at the photo, Roy, you do see that the color of the wall in the photograph exactly matches the color of the wall in the school shooting parlor. You look from the phone, back into the room, back to the phone, back to the room, and you can very clearly see against one of the walls in the parlor that it has been painted over. Jack. Mihoff. Do you step outside? I am going to step back out the way we came and just kind of slowly walk around the house, 
And look at the foundation area. It appears to be a pretty old house. Mostly it's just a three-story with an attic. You don't see any evidence of any kind of basement. So it's probably just a solid foundation. Crawl space, maybe. Seems very solid. I'm going to uh, go around the back and uh, try the back door. So yeah, you walk up to the back door and you can see it's just slightly ajar. And beyond that is a, uh, a room... It appears to be an old kitchen that is in transformation to become hell. Oh. And you see a bunch of, like, paper mache that looks like it's cave walls. Uh, You see one wall that has um, manacles attached to it. And there's, like, stalagmites and stalactites hanging and and, uh, poking up from the floor here and there. Uh, And it looks like it's about maybe 70% complete. Hmm. I'm just going to walk right in like I know I'm supposed to be there. As you walk in, uh, you notice that it's it's much darker, and it kind of smells a little bit like brimstone, just like a little bit of a, hmm. like char in the air. You see out of the corner of your eye mm-hmm. a shadow, and it moves swiftly towards you. Damn it, Kevin. We told you to stay in the school shooting room. He doesn't listen. I'm going to remain perfectly still. You see... A hazy, shadowy figure of an enormous reptile with coils and glowing eyes. And it's gliding silently toward you. I'm going to need you to make a sanity roll. I needed an 80. I got an 83. Then I'm going to need you to roll a d6. Roll the one. All right, you're going to take one point of sanity damage. As Jack encounters this thing, whatever it is, he falls backwards as the shadowy shape is rushing at him. He trips over like might, and you let out a wailing scream. Ah! Said wailing. Roy and Dan, you hear clearly Jack's scream coming from deep within the house. What a wuss. And of course, Kevin and uh, Lauren both quickly look that way with their eyes wide open. What do you do? I'm going to... Uh... Pull my gun out of its holster, hold it down in ready position, and start running towards the screen. Being unfamiliar with the house, Dan takes the lead. Roy, what are you doing? I will ask who's or what's her name, Lauren, if there's any way deep into the house and any access to the lower levels and if this house goes deeper than it seems like it should. So, Dan, you race towards where you think the scream is coming from. Now, you have two options. There is a door here. Or in the, you're sort of standing in the open door uh, currently here. And you can see that this is a pass-through right here. So it's not an actual door, it's just an archway. And you assume that these two things basically go the same same place. So it's up to you which direction you want to go. Uh, I'm going to cut through that pass-through. So you launch yourself through there with your gun. And beyond you see, essentially, this particular room is a normal living room, but in a like a low-income household with secondhand furniture, peeling walls, and a stained carpet. There are dirty dishes and empty bottles of bourbon everywhere. I didn't know Mitch Landrum lived here. It's my house. And then, of course, you see the passageway beyond, and you do see a, a sort of dark uh, interior beyond that looks a little hellish. Uh, I'm going to keep running forward. Uh, meanwhile, Roy, uh, you were asking... Uh, Lauren. Lo- access to the lower levels of the house. Well, honey, there's, there's no lower level. This is the lower level. Well, I tried to be the sensible one, and it didn't work, so I'll run after Dan. Dan, as you prepare to launch yourself through the archway, 
you hear something creak behind you. It's me running after you. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm just going to head down focus and keep uh, to keep working towards where I thought that scream came from. You take two more steps, and you can clearly see through the archway a dark shadow descending upon the prone form of Jack Whiteside as he holds up his hands in fear and try- attempting to ward off this figure. And exactly the same time you spot him, you hear a twang thump behind you. Damn it, Gabe, I told you to not step in the banjo collection. <laughs> and you whirl around to see Roy step on a, a loose board in the floor, and it comes up and smacks him straight in the face. <laughs> All right. And he drops his gun to the floor, and he passes out. <laughs> oh, Looney Tune physics. And that's where we're going to call this episode. Oh. Eggplant. <laughs> that's the safe word. This is going to be good. That's the last time I ever try and be the sensible one. Oh, boy. You did try it once. The first and last time for Roy being sensible. Mark this in your calendar since it is a momentous occasion. I had all those kids. One of them is bound to be rich. All right, let's go ahead and launch into our recommendos for this week. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with uh, Matt. Uh, Only if Gabe can give me a number between 1 and 20. 7. This week, I'm going to recommend a uh, very well-known yet still worth mentioning indie strategy game called FTL Faster Than Light. You take control of your very own spaceship and you have some very important uh, files that you need to get across the uh, galaxy to your headquarters command before uh, the enemy catches you. And so it's you working your way across multiple sectors of space, uh, dodging enemies, you know, picking up new crew members, making friends. It's really, really well done. It uh, has almost endless replayability uh, because every time you do it, it's different. It's very much in the roguelike genre. It is no holds barred. It is very much a difficult game, but that's part of the charm of it is, you know, you make it a little bit farther each time and you kind of learn what you have to do to get through. All right, let's go ahead and switch to Brian. What's your recommendo? Uh, Mine's an app, surprisingly. It's called Allcast. You can find it, I'm assuming, on iTunes, but you can get it at the Play Store as well. Anything that you put on your phone, photos, a movie, videos that you shot, anything, you can cast it to a a smart TV or your Xbox or your PlayStation. I'm assuming PlayStation does that. It's it's so helpful. Even if you're just like having a party and you want to put up a bunch of photos from your vacation and stuff without having to, you know, make everybody sit there, they can kind of just look at, definitely check your photos first before you start streaming them. (laughs) Because you don't want you don't want something to pop up that uh, that shouldn't be there if you know what I mean. But uh, fantastic app, check it out. It's called uh, Allcast, and you can get the premium version, but they do have a free version with ads. I liked it so much that I bought it within the hour of trying. Oh out yeah, the free, the free uh, it has version, a so. Google Drive integration as well. So anything you have up yep. on Google Drive, yep. you can stream. You can cast right to where stream right from your drive. So if anybody shares anything with you, you can immediately put it right up on your TV. It's really cool. Very cool. Well, my recommendo for this week is 2017's Kuso. It is on Shudder exclusively right now. And it is a film that is essentially an anthology film, but done in such a way that it sort of represents more of a surreal, uh, freeform narrative. Uh, It uses mixed media. So it has animation, it has stop motion, it has digital, it has live action, it has practical effects and CGI. 
So pretty much anything you can think of. But not only that, but mixed media in a more artistic sense too, where there's paint being used or digital representation or uh, just really weird, awesome makeup effects to make it almost seem like a live painting or a live anime. It's equal measures of disgusting, wondrous, psychedelic. Uh, It's definitely not for the faint of heart. I would say even like the very first uh, little story is is, uh, maybe too much for a lot of people. Uh, But I'm I'm a little more hardcore and uh, I can typically handle it if it's done in a more artistic fashion. I kind of describe it to people as Fallout 4 meets City of Lost Children meets Happiness meets The Greasy Strangler meets Eraserhead. And I think that encompasses everything. And watch all those in that order. Yeah. I think particularly City of Lost Children, it has a lot of that same just feel, that look and feel kind of thing. Uh, Some crazy camera angles, very unsettling uh, subject matter. You know, use at your own risk. (laughs) But if you enjoy very out-of-this-world, strange fringe movies, I've never seen anything quite like this, and it's, it's an experience for sure. Sweet. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, Gabe, how about you? I got a card game to recommend. It's one that I wanna, I have it, and I, I've been planning to bring it over sometime when we all do something and play it. It is called Grave Robbers from Outer Space, and it is the original B movie card game. The premise is deck of cards, and however many people you have, you compete to make the best B movie before the credits roll. Like, you get, there's characters that you can have in your movies. Uh, like generic ones like the guy that dies first and the babysitter <laughs> you get pictures cool. special effects quotes is special rules uh, and then a title you all come up with so I, some of the quotes are just hilarious because they're so just generic like why should i believe your story kid is that a tentacle? Just generic quotes that you could see popping up in any <laughs> bad b movie it's just a lot of fun there's a lot of them uh, I chose this one because the first one, it's the first one I ever played, is good. But they have a cowboy B movie one. They have a seventies like black exploitation B movie one. It, it's they have a Christmas one. It's good. They're all good, and they're just a lot of fun. All right, well, that's going to be it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our social media, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our wiki. Links to our recommendos can be found on our website. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. And if there are any ethereal herptologists in the house, hit me up on Twitter at The Real Weird Kid. If you like getting tweets every two weeks and getting links to all my AsianDate.com profiles, follow <laughs> me at Lovecraft Gabe. And if you can help me regain that one point of sanity I lost, you can reach me at Brian Podcast on Twitter. All right. Well, until next time, roll for sanity. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.